0: Hello and welcome to DCOM Decoded, the podcast all about our favorite Disney Channel movies of yore. I'm your host, Liz. And I'm Mike. And we are here to take Mike, a DCOM novice, through the ins and outs of all things Disney Channel original movies. As a self-professed decom aficionado, I will take a trip down memory lane and break down my nostalgia and fondest memories of every movie.
1: I didn't grow up watching DCOMs, so in each pod, I'll give my first take on what the movie is based solely on the movie poster.
0: Then together, we'll watch the movie Me for the Millionth Time
1: and Me for the Very First Time,
0: and we'll decode hidden meanings, life takeaways, and how the movies hold up now, and more. <laughs> So grab your guitar and contact your local hair oh. salon to get the worst <laughs> chunky highlights imaginable because, y- <laughs> because we are going to be discussing Stuck in the Suburbs. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Well, we're back and I'm excited to be here. Yeah. This was kind of like an impromptu record, I was kind of like, hey, do you want to record the pod? And you were like, sure. Yeah,
1: let's do it. So I I, have the stuff. I
0: I have the microphones. (laughs) Ready. (laughs) It's kind of better that way because I feel like it takes some of the like pomp and circumstance out of it, which like, yes, we need to get into the rhythm of like, yeah, let's just record it. Yeah. Yeah. which I think is good.
1: Yeah. This is this is right after dinner. We had um, (laughs) an interesting dinner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most embarrassing dinner I've ever eaten.
1: (laughs) We fully embraced girl dinner. The girl dinner made all the headlines. And then we were like, oh, yeah, we do that all the time. So wh- what did you have?
0: So, <laughs> well, okay. So we had some leftovers from dinner on Saturday, and that consisted of a leftover box of French fries. And so okay. I was like, oh, do you want to get the air fryer out? We can reheat the fries. And then I think you and o- you and I both decided... These fries are no good. And then I remembered, <laughs> oh, we have a bag. This is so stupid. We have a bag of frozen sweet potato fries in the freezer. So let's pop those in the air fryer. And then you were already making like the impossible like faux beef, faux beef or whatever. Yep.
1: Ground faux beef.
0: Ground faux beef. And then we had like a little bit of leftover rice. <laughs> and so I was like. I added
1: eat. greens.
0: Okay. I said, you can take the rice. I, I, w-
1: <laughs> I had, I had rice. Sweet potato fries, mixed greens, and impossible faux beef.
0: I, my dinner was even more chaotic than that because I was like, (laughs) fuck the greens. You eat all the rice. So I'm just going to put a pile of sweet potato fries into a bowl, cover it in impossible beef, and then swizzle Frank's Red Hot atop.
1: (laughs) I did use, I did put Japanese barbecue sauce in (laughs) mine.
0: so chaotic it was I even said when I sat down I was like this is maybe the most chaotic dinner I've ever had I mean it hey it it was was, delightful it was simple it got the job done I didn't like I said I didn't even bother adding a green I was like what is this I don't want hot sauce like hot sauce is for french fries chicken wings like there's no like salad shouldn't be involved in my opinion no yeah is there any uh,
1: is there ever a scenario where you would use hot sauce or some kind of hot whatever in?
0: Well, in a salad. I mean, you could do like a like a hot honey vinaigrette or like a like a harissa. But no, harissa. Yeah, I would never put hot sauce directly onto a a salad. That is.
1: That sounds gross. That's beyond. That sounds something
0: I'm I'm, with within the realm (laughs) of reason. That's it's a it's a big no for me. Yeah. Um.
1: Hold on, the neighbors are now visiting (coughs) next door and Wallace does not
0: like it. Wait, what? are they new? Did people move in, what's going on?
1: I don't know. I can't tell. I see
0: vehicles hither and thither.
1: I can't tell from (laughs) the the drawn shades. All I know is shirtless (laughs) Joe Jackson is out there chatting.
0: Oh, of course, he's like the neighborhood busybody.
1: There's plenty of those.
0: Yeah, there's plenty. Our neighborhood's full of busybodies. And the shades must be drawn because, I don't know, Mike, what would you say? It's like 30,000 degrees outside?
1: Yeah, just about. Maybe 29.
0: All right. Yeah. We'll give (laughs) a bit of a cold front. Yeah. (laughs) 29,000 degrees. Um, Okay. Yeah. So that was a bit bit of our evening. I'm happy to be here with you. Yes. I'm always with you (laughs) in, (laughs) in, in spirit, in life, in everything.
1: I'm excited to watch this new movie. Um,
0: This is actually one. What is it called again? It's called. (laughs) It's called Stuck in the Suburbs. Gross. And um, it's actually one of the one of the first ones. So this this one came out a little bit later than some of the others that we've watched. So this is we'll get into it. This is a a 2004 film. Oh, okay. Uh, But this is one of the ones I remember, kind of being embarrassed by. I have to say. Oh.
1: Okay. Transparently. If you were embarrassed by it, then I'm gonna have a really hard time.
0: <laughs> and there's gonna be some things that you will see when we watch it uh-huh. that are are going to be understandably embarrassing because of right. the people. Okay. In particular one person who is in it that you would be like, What the fuck is this guy doing in here? Um like
1: an actor yeah. or mm-hmm. oh. Okay,
0: yeah, so actually i've I had two different iterations of the poster, and I've now just talked myself out of sharing one of them because okay. of that, so I'm going to sh- send you:
1: Oh, you're not going to show me the guy.
0: I'm not going to show you the guy. OK. And sorry for the clacking.
1: Yeah, Wallace. Wallace is just shoeless Joe. It's out there, you know.
0: he's doing okay. uh, his ocular pat down. I <laughs> have <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have this poster mm-hmm. stuck in the suburbs. This looks embarrassing.
0: Yeah, I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: this is the first poster where I've seen like the Disney Channel original movie logo like on it. Oh, really? I feel like. Yeah. So it looks like there are two girls pointing at each other. And then behind them is like a fo- like a weird graphic street sign intersection sign that says stuck in the and then the next placard says suburbs. And there's a pair of sunglasses hanging on one of them.
0: Very poorly photoshopped. This whole thing is it's an atrocity. It's great, quite honestly.
1: It, it's very two thousand four.
0: One thing I will just say briefly is I didn't I didn't notice or think about this until we're now talking about it. But the shirt that the blonde girl is wearing is I think it I think a shirt. Would you call that, her blonde. Ah, uh, I guess she's like maybe like like dirty blonde. Okay. Edging on brunette. <laughs> <laughs> She's edging on brunette. I haven't I heard think that that's one. It's a porn category. Edging <laughs> on Brunette. Yeah, I'm-
1: <laughs> gonna have to look that one up later.
0: <laughs> you don't- it's a filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy not quite ejaculating yeah. in front of us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then holds extremely still
0: <laughs> she's just standing there like gobsmacked Oh, <laughs> okay sorry um anyhow okay I- <laughs>
1: strawberry blonde
0: I-, <laughs> Dumb. I had a shirt like almost exactly like that and i was obsessed it, said it had it. the
1: number 21 on it it didn't have it.
0: the 21 on it but it was that like boat neck um is that what that called yeah i think
1: boat neck which just actually now that we're looking at this hole.
0: I think you can cut is she, oh she might be wearing like a tank top underneath but there's like
1: no this is very what you, you said it's 2004 yeah this feels very 2004 and she's wearing
0: two belts right
1: because <laughs> she has well it could be just like the latch to her skirt and then there's a belt mm. but the belt uh, there's no loops yeah, for the belt you know? know so it's just kind of slung on there
0: once again chaotic I don't, I don't know <laughs> just like our girl dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: This is an appropriate uh, movie poster for what we just ate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What do I think this is about?
0: <laughs> Almost impossible to I guess. don't
1: know. Other than stuck in the suburbs, we're in the suburbs. That's all I got. And they're stuck. And they're stuck. And they're
0: sunglasses. Involved.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. The thing I'm thinking of is they're pointing at each other and they have just like a, Ugh. I don't, how would you describe that look?
0: Like, she did it.
1: Oh, she did it. Okay.
0: I mean, that's just... That's no spoiler, really, to anything. It's just kind of how I would describe <gasps> them. Like They're pointing at each other like, I don't know, it was her.
1: It was her. Okay, so these two... One of them is like a bling ring robber. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, She steals from the rich, and then... Uh, her friend, no, her arch nemesis at school mm. sees her doing it or something. And so they try to sabotage each other to get the other in trouble. <laughs> that is way out of left field. I have no clue.
0: I mean, I will say <laughs> it is a great guess. Is I, it? I, I, would- I don't.
1: I'm not very convinced. I'm not very confident in that. Well,
0: guess. we'll 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 watch the movie. Um, I, it's a great guess, just with the very limited information just that you're given.
1: Seeing this photo that they're just looking at each other, or sorry, they're just looking into camera and they're pointing at each other, and one of them's wearing black, and one of them is the cute white girl. And so,
0: let me just also say that. Um, so Brenda Song is the the actress. Okay. um in the black she's got like the tie on and like, I think she has maybe like, like a checkered.
1: Oh, is that a tie? It's a tie.
0: It's very, oh, okay. very of era and that like, th- I'm kind like a, of punk. Scene. This is like an Avril Lavigne. Yes. Okay. Yes. But
1: she has the flower. Do you thing.
0: Yeah. I, I've, I feel like that. I mean, this is oh, like, gosh. this has got fucking Delia's written. all so over So we
1: have it. a prep and a skater kid.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I would discern from, from the visual. Yeah. Do you want me to send you just, before we start watching the movie, the other poster, now that you've made your initial guess. Do guest, you think
1: I should see it?
0: I'm going to I'm gonna send it to you because okay. I, I actually don't think you'll recognize the guy, your opinion.
1: Okay. Walt Disney's stuck in the suburbs. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how it possibly could. But... No,
1: this doesn't help me at all. Okay. Why does, it, why does this movie poster kind of give me like Euro trip vibes? It
0: does kind of.
1: Because they're like... There's like a post. It's like a. there are photos in a, set in a postcard, mm-hmm. and they're in a car. Maybe there's a road trip, suburban sprawl. I'll never tell. Are they in? Are they in the car the whole time?
0: Oh, like the movie Payphone with Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> he never gets out of that payphone. He's in there the oh, whole time. Like, You're
1: saying he was in a car the whole. Time. I'm like, no, it's called Payphone. Stop. <laughs> have you seen Payphone? I have.
0: Uh, and he's in there. He's making calls. He's hustling. Yeah. He's got shit to do with he's that. He's got payphone. tons of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking absolutely rich with quarters. Absolute.
1: All right. He's let's 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 watch this scene. I have no <laughs> fucking clue what this is about.
0: All right, audience. We're going to watch the movie and then we will get back to you with some hot takes. Let's do it. More to come.
1: Find out what happens when two teenage girls get their hands. Hello? On a pop star cell phone. Ah! I can make him do anything I want. Ah! Stuck in the suburbs, a Disney Channel original movie, tonight at eight seven central on Disney Channel.
0: Welcome back, man. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) There's
1: a lot going on in that one.
0: I have to just say, at the top, that was the probably the cringiest, (laughs) like from just like wall to wall. Yeah. The cringiest hour (laughs) and nineteen minutes of my life.
1: And I don't really do well with cringe, and (laughs) that was very cringy. At
0: one point, like, you had to, like, put your T-shirt over your face because (laughs) of secondhand embarrassment, and I, like, (laughs) I, like, grabbed onto you because something was so...
1: There was a shriek or two, I think.
0: Oh, God. I, (laughs) Oof. Yeah, and I think I mentioned um, when we uh, recorded the first part that I, I... remember being kind of embarrassed by this movie. As a kid? Yeah.
1: Okay. Like, Doubly so as an adult. I didn't... It's a, and, har, it's a hard watch. I'm just going to say it up top. It's a hard watch. It's
0: not good. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> 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 like, I remember it being embarrassing, which is part of the reason why I was like, oh, this would be a funny one to do for the podcast. I mean, yeah. we'll do lots of them, but yeah. this uh, end up being...
1: There's a lot to talk about. Worse
0: than I... Yeah, I feel like you had a lot of notes. Um, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so um, this was one of the first movies that you pretty much completely flopped on the concept of the movie from the poster. Yes. Everything else you've managed to get there, this was...
1: <laughs> the movie so, gave me nothing, or you, the poster gave me nothing.
0: Yeah. And nothing. And what it did give you was misdirection, because yeah. what you thought this was about was sort of like a bling ring eat the rich style film where the girls are robbing houses, which which is a more interesting idea. Um, I would watch that. This is about, although like the, like in concept, the idea of who was, who was an artist or like a singer that you really liked when you were like 14, 15,
1: um, like a band, maybe. Yeah. Deftones blink. 182.
0: Yeah. Like, um, that's Travis Barker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's one of them. <laughs>
0: okay. Sorry, I know, I know. Okay, imagine still relevant now. Imagine you and Travis Barker accidentally swap phones, and then that gives you the opportunity to meet him, or like even like the idea of of this of the conceit of the plot is interesting that the girls have kind of like carte blanche access yeah. to Jordan Cahill and can kind of like. Make him cut his hair, like, the, like which is so ridiculous. Just because you sure. have someone's phone doesn't mean you can. I mean, but like, it
1: is a commentary on like how much of our lives are on the phone.
0: It's true. Early early days of technology, kind of, and like phones, which we will talk about. Believe you me. About. Um. So yeah, you did not get that right. Um. But I feel like that was that was good because that was the first, really, the first one where you were pretty much going in shot in the dark. Yeah. With nothing. So, um, just to recap what this movie is about. And just to say up top, I pulled this from Wikipedia, so there is a, some verbiage in here that I do want to quickly discuss okay, once, great. once I go through it. Okay, um, yeah, so stuck, stuck in the Suburbs is about uh, 14-year-old Brittany Ahrens and her friend Natasha, who are bored with their suburban lives until America's national icon, Jordan Cahill, <laughs> a new pop-singing-dancing sensation, arrives in town and his personal digital assistant falls into their hands. <laughs> Can we His qu- phone? Yeah. <laughs> So I pulled this out like when I was doing the outline before we watched the movie. Yeah. And in my head, I thought, I thought she just gets his phone. <laughs> is there some sort of.
1: Nope, that's it.
0: <laughs> person. And, but in parentheses, it, has, it says PDA falls into their hands.
1: Oh, no, they were called PDAs. They like were? Blackberries used to be known as PDAs.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that because is. Because they
1: did more than just call people and text people. Right. You, you could send emails. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it has tv and internet access
0: it's really fancy they cut to the screen and it's just like the oldest grainiest like icons i mean that's just the tough part with tech like even a movie five years ago was gonna be like it's like what's her name
1: trying to text on excel
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that meme never is not funny to me i will always laugh um, uh, and she's just like looking, uh, like logging. Yeah,
1: some <laughs> equals girl some equals.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, that's. I mean, that is basically what the movie is about. Uh, hijinks, I guess, sort of ensue. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: kind of half-assed. Uh,
0: there. Yeah. I mean, that's one. One of the half-assed hijinks was in a, my favorite moment. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's technically on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going anywhere.
0: Oh, I that was so funny to me. I was like, wait, so that's it? <laughs> and it was indeed it. Um, so just a quick um rundown of some fun facts about this movie. I couldn't really find too much. So- I'm sorry.
1: Can we start with the big reveal of this movie? Oh, sure. It's that Taryn Killam is in it.
0: <laughs> yes, and I did I did mention that you're going to recognize somebody and you will be shocked.
1: Yeah. And Were you shocked? I was shocked. I wrote down, I'm not to jump ahead, but I wrote down in my favorite moment, the words and Taryn Killam on the title cards in the first part of the movie.
0: So, okay.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I mean, I like obviously looked into his IMDB and like what he's been up to now yeah. for where are they now? But I didn't look back. So let's see, this movie came out in 2004. Like, was he like a thing? Okay. He, Okay. So he was on Usually if
1: you're on SNL, you are like not a thing until you're on SNL.
0: Right. But like just- I was just wondering, is it did I assume that they did that in the upfront credits to make him seem like more of a pop star, somebody. Like he wasn't like I'm just looking at his IMDb. Sure. He was he was on the Amanda show, which makes sense. Mad TV. Okay. Oh, he was on Mad TV? Two thousand one to two thousand two.
1: I loved Mad TV.
0: Um
1: Will Sasso. My guy,
0: yeah, Will Sasso, <clears throat> also who famously saw. in the movie Um Susie Q.
1: Yeah, great.
0: So he was in Drake and Josh. So he was kind of floating around. He had um, the most
1: juice, probably of the. I,
0: I guess, but like he wasn't, you know, like an any sort of like star.
1: I mean, <clears throat> he was the closest to a star.
0: <laughs> I will say Daniel Panabaker and uh, Brenda Song. They were they're like Disney darlings.
1: Okay, I yeah, and I know Brenda Song because of like social network, and right? Stuff. And
0: she's done some stuff. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it, but yeah, I mean, what I, that's what sticks with me to this day about this movie and just seeing him do the things that he does in this. film. And he's
1: like trying to be earnest and
0: oh, like it's, it's terrible.
1: It's, it's terrible.
0: It's so bad. <laughs> um, and like I said, he didn't do any of the singing. And what sure. would have been better is the guy that um, did the singing. His name is Drew Seeley. Okay. He's done some other like Disney stuff. He's a singer songwriter. Is and he an actor? He's an actor. So he's actually he's the hotel concierge guy when they're trying to f- get the phone back.
1: I don't remember him because he okay. who
0: also um, he's saying for Zac Efron in the high school musical movies. Oh. And there's a, a movie that with him Zach? and I think Zach did end up singing for the second one, but the first one was was, was, him. was Drew Seeley. Um it was Taryn Killam. <laughs> <laughs> so Taryn didn't do any of his own singing, but um songs performed by Taryn Killam were credited to his character Jordan Cahill, both in the movie and on the soundtrack. Okay. So I think they were trying to like make him feel like an entity. Sure. Uh, just for I guess marketing sure. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Cahill, what a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be farther from the truth. A couple a couple last ones before we start to to get into it. Um, when her brother asked for Jordan's birthday to hack into his cell phone, she tells him it's 4182, which is Taryn Killam's actual birthday.
1: Wow. Kind of a fun little okay. factoid. I love
0: that. Um, and then lastly, the girls' gym shirts um, indicate that their schools in Pennsylvania, but there's palm trees everywhere um, in their suburban town. Wow, I
1: didn't catch that at all because I had a note. Where the hell is this?
0: Yeah, so I so I wrote this before we watched it. And so uh-huh. I my eyes were were attuned for You that. already saw. So when I looked into it they actually they shot basically everything throughout a uh, greater new orleans area which is why like that house that they're trying to save it kind of has those very new orleans uh-huh. like low hanging tree i don't know what they're called but yeah. they filmed everything basically in in new orleans which you can kind of tell in some scenes that they, they seem more new orleans than yeah, others the I just suburbs know... themselves though look like any other okay. suburb
1: i just didn't know where the story was actually supposed to be other than the the suburbs quote unquote right we do which not... is a monolith <laughs> Yeah, the Obviously. monolith
0: of the suburbs. We do not get any any more context yeah. from from in terms of location. Quickly, the internet weighs in. I'm going to I'm going to read off one of, one of the reviews that I found particularly entertaining. Yes. <laughs> um I believe this is from IMDb. Um the subject of Of the review in all caps is "Watch this film, best for ages zero to one bajillion." Okay. Um, So by this is by the user stuck (laughs) in Parmo four from March two thousand seven. I'm Laura Martin and I'm (laughs) fifteen. I usually love all Disney Channel original movies, but this one was my favorite. It was very funny, feel what? good, exciting, and fascinating. It's suitable for all ages. I absolutely loved it. It's a fantasy film. <laughs> Is a, a fantasy film? Girl, watch Harry Potter, hun. But it's a good one. I would definitely recommend much watching this film. There's a lot of screaming, but it's for good reasons. Some comments say that this film, well, practically stinks, but it doesn't. It smells lovely. Ha ha ha. My two younger sisters also loved it. And one of my sisters is six and the other is 11. And my dad, who is 42.
1: He's a liar. He's being Um, a good dad.
0: Yeah. This film is also funny and the cast are great actors and play their roles very well. Danielle does a very well job and most of the actors are familiar and will be to most people. I know some people will disagree with me, but I'm not afraid to give the opinion a true opinion. And I think some people may not like it, but I do. And so do all my friends. Take today for an example. Disney Channel had a vote for two films, Model Behavior or Stuck in the Suburbs, and (laughs) Stuck in the Suburbs 1. Everyone I know loves this film. If there's anybody out there looking for a feel-good movie, happy, funny movie, I'd say Stuck in the Suburbs would be the right movie for you. I truly hope that my review of Stuck in the Suburbs helped everyone who was reading it. Please consider my review of the movie and watch it. Thanks for reading my review of Stuck in the Suburbs, a Disney Channel original movie. (laughs) XX.
1: (laughs) Okay. And that was from
0: Laura Martin. This one was really funny. I won't read the whole thing, but um, Soccer... Soccer Hockey Chick 194 also left a review titled, I am confused about the ending of this movie. <laughs> and she was basically confused about why all of a sudden, Eddie, the assistant, is the star of the music video, which we were also confused by. All right At the very end, she says, if anyone could email me and explain the answer to this question, that would be really great. And she leaves her email, <laughs> Soccer Hockey Chick 19 and Hotmail.com in like two little ellipses, Nicole. <laughs> and I was like, do I email Nicole and ask her to be on this podcast?
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Wouldn't it be crazy if I was like, and I did, and she's here? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm someday, sure someday we'll do it someday. That's a defunct. Um, so that's what the internet thought. But all there right. are there were other reviews that were like, this is really bad, and they were right. Let's start with what worked slash what weirdly held up.
1: In the first part of the movie, the mom character has all the girls in the back of a minivan. And she pulls up to the wrong house because they all look the same. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's very suburban.
0: I wrote that down, too, because I, I don't know that that's happened. Actually, that that might have happened to me, like when my mom was dropping me off in a neighborhood mm-hmm. that felt vi- a, a particularly sub-suburby. <laughs> when all the houses are, you know, in, in yeah. a development, they look yeah. the same.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they, I mean, they do. Uh, another thing that held up for me, uh, music update. A.K.A. Mm, T.R.L.
0: Right. What was funny is that, I mean, I know it's for the purposes of the movie, but just the way that it plays out in the movie is that it seems like it's literally a channel dedicated to Jordan Cahill updates. And it's just always live. It's like Truman Show style. Yeah, yeah. We, just like a, like a 24-7 live updates on whatever Jordan Cahill's getting well, into. Well, I feel like
1: there was a there was a moment in T.R.L., obviously, when like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were hitting hard. Mm-hmm. And every episode, I feel like, you know, at least a half hour devoted to whatever yeah, these guys like, were Britney doing. Yeah, and like Britney Spears and yeah. Christina
0: Aguilera, yeah, like yeah. that, for sure. I mean... So that resonated. The monoculture back then, you know, everyone was... It was
1: very mono l- ...looking
0: and ingesting <laughs> the same content.
1: <laughs> uh, another thing that held up for me is um, getting those exclusive shoes online.
0: Oh, and they were... On the internet. Hideous.
1: They were... Ugh. Okay, just to describe if anyone hasn't seen them, which I guarantee you haven't. They are kind of plastic pink.
0: And like purple on the bottom kind of.
1: Okay. Flip-flops. Yeah. Really tacky looking.
0: With like a big plastic flower right at the nose. They look straight
1: out of Claire's.
0: Oh, 100%. That is fast fashion those are from, at its worst. That's like a Fashion Nova shoe. Yeah. Like someone called Shein. You can find those shoes <laughs> fucking yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that really held up for me for the era.
0: Yeah. I feel like. One terrible
1: thing, clothing <clears> just in general.
0: Well, it's funny that you say terrible clothing because I actually wrote down like, could we say that technically speaking, the clothes held up?
1: Yes. Because yes.
0: when I look online and I'm shopping or I'm going to a store these clothes that we used to wear these hideous fucking outfits are now back
1: that's terrible that's terrible terrible
0: and i mean it happened i remember too like when i was growing up like i remember leg warmers were a really big thing like early and my mom made this comment like is that what the kids are wearing now we wore that back in the 80s and i was like shut up mom it's cool (laughs) But now I feel like I'm my mom.
1: Yeah, we don't have a child. But are leg warmers coming back at some point? They will
0: probably. But like, it's just the the cyclical nature of fashion, and just like me having that experience as a kid, and then now as an adult looking at kids being like, yeah, don't wear the mini low rise camo skirt. Don't do it. (laughs)
1: Terrible. But I will say, like, for early two thousands, like, sure, some of those things, some of those beats are kind of coming back. But no one, no one quite did it the way that early two thousands did it. It's just a special, it's a special, kind, of special terrible, kind of terrible. Special kind of terrible. special kind of terrible. Terrible.
0: Because what they're doing is they're taking the themes and they're simplifying them. Whereas back in the two thousands, like wearing a skirt over top of a pair of flared jeans with flip flops, it was
1: it was maximalist and
0: it multiple was, belts. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Like it was maximalist. Yeah. Yeah. There. It was gross. The, That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, I think the fashion. Kind of oddly enough, did hold up because we're we're, we've come back around.
1: Yeah, and speaking of which, another bullet point that I have is so Jordan's shooting this music video, and there's like fans all screeching and hollering, "Ah!" and you see in the crowd one of the girls busts out a disposable camera. Nice. And I was like, oh yeah, that hits (laughs) that that ages appropriately because now that's what kids are doing. They're they're back on film. They're getting They're disposable going cameras. They're back to beta. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, more power to them. I would love yeah. to do that. I get especially frustrated when, you know, you see um, concert footage and just everyone has their yeah. phone out. I yeah. mean, it's just it's like. It's pretty annoying. Or, like, I get it. You want to take a picture of Taylor Swift or a video, but like, I don't know. I just, this is but such be a, there. Th- that's a, such a like old person, like millennial take, but it's like, experience it. Like I, I feel like we go places. I mean, it's different for you because you're actually a photographer. But like, if we go on a trip, I leave without any photos because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think to like. Because you're up, enjoying your, I'm trip. enjoying my time, yeah. And I feel like people need to, yeah, need to just get into that headspace more. I will say to you, just of like a filmmaking note, um, to to tack onto that, I I kind of liked the split screen gags that they they were kind of fun employed like they had
1: sound effects too.
0: Well, and like the one where like. Uh, it's like one of the last phone conversations between Brittany and Eddie, the assistant. They like smash the two screens of them mm-hmm. together and then they bring Brittany's frame out. And so he's full frame, but as they do that, he kind of, you see someone like move something and yeah. he kind of tumbles over. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's kind of fun. Okay. Like, I they like did that. did some things. It's, yeah, it's look. a choice. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it it, it, was. it jived with the zany nature of that, like is an undercurrent throughout. Because the- everyone's at a 10. Except for Jordan, who's in a different movie, (laughs) I think, you know? (laughs) He's like,
1: y'all, I'm I'm fresh off Mad TV. I'm about to go to SNL.
0: I mean, this was way before SNL times. Oh, I know, yeah. But like, it's such a weird weird context to see him in because it's so far removed from really anything he had been doing if he was on the Amanda show. Like, that's like a sketch show for kids, you know? Yeah, he's like a- Like Drake and Josh.
1: He does sketch- he does sketch shows. And he's then, like, on Mad TV right. and then The Amanda Show and then SNL.
0: And then to come into this Disney movie to play this like
1: dramatic actor, like, pop star, yeah. it was Mood. so weird. Yeah. yeah,
0: because he's like all fucking in his feelings and everyone else is like <laughs> popping off like yeah. and that's why I think th- part of the reason why the movie doesn't work for me is really him. Oh, yeah. Because everything else is like super slapsticky and he is the cringy part. Of everything, I think. If
1: he gave a little bit of SNL energy to it, it would have worked, I think.
0: I think think he's supposed to be, like, the grounding force of the movie, (laughs) but it just does not work. And to that point, I do think, like, I was... Anytime we cut back to, like, Eddie and, like, fucking weirdo manager guy, (laughs) I liked them. I legitimately thought I was entertained by Eddie. Eddie was fun. He was really funny. The manager guy was a little extra, but I it wasn't like it was part too of the movie over the top yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were the best part. Anytime we go back to them doing shit, I'm like, great. Get me away from Jordan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the director guy was very early 2000s, like his outfit, his glasses, even his like his the, haircut and his jowls. The like, manager.
0: Yeah, or, yeah, Yeah. OK, his like.
1: His whole vibe. Yeah,
0: he has. I kept anytime we would cut back to him, I was like, do I know him from somewhere or does he just remind me of you just
1: know that he like listens to Nine Inch Nails?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Okay, so let's move into what didn't hold up. One thing that I wrote down here. Do we ever understand why Jordan Cahill is in the middle of nowhere to record this music video?
1: No. We don't, He's right? in the suburbs. Is it? I is don't know. It,
0: Are we supposed to understand that this song itself is about his experience, his own experience in the suburbs and thus why he decided to go to the suburbs to shoot it?
1: I don't know. That wasn't established <clears throat> before.
0: Right, I only, because Like, we, we
1: only learn, like, towards the end of the movie that he grew up in the suburbs.
0: It's also really funny because, like, this is Jordan Cahill doing Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift- <laughs>
1: yeah because it's i like, wrote i wrote some notes about taylor swift <laughs> oh you did okay not about jordan cahill though so oh
0: yeah i mean basically it's like <laughs> taylor swift is making more money re-releasing her old songs than she is on anything new that she's doing <laughs> and so i just thought it was really funny that it was like whatever the song was called make me yours no yeah that's, I,
1: I don't know um
0: jordan's version
1: strangely salient
0: but yeah really just why was he there is was a really a big question (laughs) for me i guess Um, that technically would be in what left us wondering but whatever
1: what also didn't hold up for me um i wrote down jordan cahill in general i think we've been (laughs) harping on him for a while but his highlights awful awful they make a big deal about his hair because he started the movie out with like long hair to his like to his neck or shoulder or whatever. Oh,
0: it's so the, it was so bad. The
1: highlights were terrible. And then because um, because Brittany gets his phone and, you know, chaos ensues. They find one, out
0: he has a hair appointment and they're like, cut off all of Jordan's hair. Yeah. And, and he so he loves they, raisins. And, <laughs> and they, like,
1: they cut his hair and then, now he has short hair with terrible highlights. And I don't know if it looked any better or any worse. It just Oh, looked,
0: I think it was a huge improvement for me personally.
1: I think it looked equally bad.
0: If he would have been left with that mop hair for the entire movie, I think it's it's like a no watch It's a no, watch no for me, me dog. Yeah. yeah there's no way. We would have way. just
1: cut it off at 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> just him being moody with the, that long hair. Yeah. I would have been, like, I'm, I'm literally gagging. Yeah. God. <laughs> uh,
1: also, it didn't hold up. There's a scene towards the beginning of the movie where all the girls are um, dancing to Jordan Cahill's Hill's music video, but they they know the dance, and then they finish the dance by stepping and tipping over the couch. But they have their cleats on. Fucking savages! I
0: put that in cancelable offenses. <laughs> that
1: is a cancelable. Yeah, you just know, just wearing
0: this, soccer cleats in the house,
1: wearing outside <clears throat> shoes inside the house, not not a cool thing for me.
0: As a former soccer player. Go on. Brag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell me more.
0: As a former soccer player, I mean, really, any athlete, anyone who does anything, if you're playing a sport that requires you to wear cleats on an outdoor field, there's they're caked in mud. It's gross. I mean, you. there's no way you should be walking through you, the house, much less stepping on a clean couch. Right. When, you
1: barely... Um... Like you hate even putting them in the bag that you oh, use, right? Oh, yeah, the and then bag, they all smell. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just cleats are disgusting. And on top of that, ultimately, when they do, you see them like land, and then their their legs are out, and their cleats no, spotless, spotless, fresh brand out of the box, new, yeah. brand new. <laughs> Which, like, <clears throat> fine, I don't care. But I was like, make them look a little worn in.
1: Yeah, and the parents would have had a big had a my big mom would have deal. Yeah. I think
0: murdered me. Yeah, if absolutely. I stepped on Mine any too. furniture with my shoes.
1: Yeah. Um, also, we didn't hold up the phones. We talked about that a little bit. The PDAs, um, yeah,
0: they did TV, internet access. <laughs> In- <laughs> this thing yeah. has it all.
1: <laughs> um, Brittany as a singer songwriter.
0: No, oh, I wrote that down. Terrible. Okay,
1: terrible, <clears throat> and that's what my Taylor Swift note was about. Was like, oh, is she just like Taylor Swifting her way through life? I don't know Taylor Swift's whole situation, but. <laughs> Britney in the suburbs, upstairs oh, with a I guitar, mm-hmm. with a notebook. It feels like you know the lore.
0: It would be funny if around Taylor around Swift her. watched "Stuck in the Suburbs" and then decided She's to like, be oh, this is my vibe. Become Taylor Swift. This is me. Uh, that's the origin story I need.
1: I'm the problem. <clears throat> it's me. <laughs> uh, and then the it's last a thing cruel I had. Summer
0: baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those are the only two songs I really know. Um, the last thing I had was clapping off beat. Oh, look, I get it. It's hard for editors to put together a movie like this. Especially when you have all this, you have these filming days and people are just clapping willy nilly and it's like, there's no, there's no sound.
0: I mean, they need to, we've talked about this a little bit before in previous podcasts, but they, I mean, they need to crank these out. This is kind of like Hallmark movie, um, production timelines, I think, you know, they're just like rocking through them, slapdash job, edit, edit job, like,
1: I get it, whatever.
0: No, not a big budget. I would like to say what left me wondering is why the fuck (laughs) would Madonna be calling Jordan Cale?
1: (laughs) Okay, I have a related question. Was Madonna cool to tweens in 2004?
0: Yes. Were they? Sorry.
1: I'm sorry, she was?
0: No. (laughs) I'm just, I'm co-signing. I'm I'm plussing up your question. I have that same thought. I feel like you... Two thousand four like Britney Spears should have been calling. Christina yes. Aguilera yes. should have been calling.
1: Yeah. And Ma- if Mandy Moore. Yeah. If we're gonna name drop Madonna and they name dropped uh Jennifer Lopez.
0: Yeah, that was really bizarre.
1: Which I'm I co-signed Jennifer Lopez in two thousand four. Sure. Obviously. I guess. But yeah. Madonna, no, please.
0: That was such a, I guess it was supposed to maybe add like a layer of like sophisticated clout or like acknowledgement to Jordan. Like he's a serious artist. He's not just a pop oh, star. But like, seasoned what do we,
1: veterans know him,
0: right? Yeah, and like maybe that was the play. I don't know. It feels like I a really know. weird decision. I That's have no really other weird. rationale for it <laughs> beyond that. And then yeah, I mean, at the beginning, they the girls r- rush home to watch this music video. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions about where where we're at in the process of because it's the same song, right? That they're I'm just. I couldn't. I couldn't
1: tell honestly. So he has one single, and then he re-releases the single because he rewrites it. Is wh- that what we're?
0: Uh, y- yeah, but like at the beginning of the movie when they're dancing, they're like, and Jordan Cahill's new music right. video. Yeah. I thought it was the same song as the one that he was there recording the music. I think that's just it's just bad because the songs all sound the same. But the girls are like, We've got to catch Jordan's new music video. And it's like, and then they have this whole like choreographed dance already figured out. <laughs> I'm like, you don't did. know the song. Um and then you can clearly tell that they probably like tried to get the girls to learn that dance in like literally an hour because they they like cut away very frequently, <laughs> yeah. and you can tell one of them's like turning the one wrong way. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? The editing of this movie was something that jumped out to me that was just pretty generally bad, like across the board. Whoever edited this gets a D from me.
1: Yeah, and
0: except for the fun smash cuts, I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> this is more just more phone confusion. So when Brittany gets Jordan Cahill's phone and Eddie gets her phone, the phone rings. She, he looks at it and it says Brittany Aaron's calling. <laughs> <laughs> I did not the notice. Sa- <laughs> <laughs> really good. He does not have her number <laughs> saved. <laughs> hey,
1: it's a PDA. It knows every number. I mean, it's... It, it can get on the internet.
0: Well, your iPhone now will be like, maybe blah, blah, blah calling, but, yeah, that's, but that's only... Yeah, but that's based on, like, it, stuff
1: it, it, from your emails right. and shit. Right, no, yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Like, this, she... <laughs> the phones were not sophisticated. I mean, she was impressed that it had internet, so that's... <laughs> and then last from me, are Brittany and, and Tosh? I'm gonna call her Tosh, because that's the pet name that Brittany has oh. for Natasha. Oh. Tosh. And she has a pet name, I think, because they should really be falling in love.
1: They, <laughs> I, they had two friendship montages w- that were really compelling. I'm like, oh yeah, they're a, they're a great hang yeah, together. Their,
0: their dynamic was very nice. And I was like- Just kiss I, her already. <laughs> well, I, and I, it made me think like, I can't think of another movie where we get a friendship montage.
1: Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. I feel like
0: a montage is mostly reserved for like love interests, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I appreciated the montages. And I get like it. you said, they there weren't... were not one but two.
1: There were two montages. But
0: but the funny thing about the montages is that like it's supposed to suggest that they're really good friends and they've had a great time together, but they've
1: become good friends. They've become good friends. Yes. But
0: they there's so little footage of them. Yeah, because they've only known each other for like a week and this movie <laughs> yeah. is an hour long. Yeah. So like you kind of see just the same the things same over thing, and over. Like, oh, didn't
1: we just see this clip like five minutes ago? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I was like, so that's whatever. Um, but those those were all my what left me wondering. Oh,
1: very good. Um, I have a couple others. Brittany mentions that her dad was at a fancy hotel by the freeway. Can you name one fancy hotel by a freeway? No. No. OK. I mean, um, the holiday
0: is as fancy as you're going to get yeah, on the freeway. That,
1: yeah, that's true. Britney's brother. Why is he so creepy? He's such a creep. So. He's constantly in Britney's room while she's trying to, you know... And
0: only her... Like, there's another sister. Yeah,
1: Britney has a sister.
0: And I forget her name.
1: I don't think they ever said it. But yeah, her brother is always in her room. He's under her bed. He's in her closet. He's, like, hiding and shit. And, like, he's always around the corner. And it wasn't, like, a cute, like, oh, brother wants to hang out with sister. He's just a fucking creep.
0: He's, like, literally spying... like. There, it. That's all he does. He's obsessed with her. It's so weird. I actually, that's I moved that into cancelable offenses. Ah, very good. Um, but the sister's name is Jessie. Jessie is kind of a nothing. She's burger. pretty nothing. She's just. Yeah. She's studious. She drives and, them and at one point. Overly paranoid driver. Yeah. She's always driving the <laughs> minivan. There's two two scenes of her <laughs> driving poorly. We're um, gonna be late for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> she's very concerned about. Um promptness.
1: <laughs> hey, I get it.
0: Yeah, no, I I know you do. Good job, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so justice for Jesse. Mike all of a sudden fucking loves Jesse. <laughs>
1: Jesse's the best character. <laughs> uh my last point is there's a lot of commentary on uh suburbia, of course, but also how to find your unique self mm-hmm. and be yourself and find your identity in the sameness, which we'll get into quotes. And I thought to myself, how many people do you think we lost to suburban sameness? Geniuses that were just stuck in the sprawl. One that comes to mind, which I think they were trying to like subvert. I think Brittany's mom was like one of these characters where she's, she had bigger and brighter things on her horizon, but she was just sucked into the suburbia of it all.
0: That is a really good point, And actually something that, wasn't like completely lost on me, but because the movie is so cringy, you don't end up having that as your main takeaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is a fair point. Because her cause
1: was- um, (coughs) To save
0: Ashbrook House?
1: Something like that. Yeah. An old house that was magnificent at one time, but over the course of time had- become Mike, decrepit.
0: blowing my mind with this right now. I'm not even joking. I'm like, "Oh my god." And
1: I think that is an allegory for what happens to people in suburbia when they lose themselves. And so you have to save the house. You have to save the Ashbury house. Boom.
0: My job. I mean, I'm picking my job off the floor right now. I mean,
1: that's for, what I I don't know. That's what I got.
0: You're so right. And they do make an effort to call that out. Like there's a scene with Brittany's mom. (laughs) Funny enough, we're like, she got lost in the suburbs. We don't even know her name. You know, I'm just trying. It's the last thing in this town that is different. And like, will differentiate this place from any other suburb in like,
1: she's talking about herself.
0: Yes. All of a sudden this movie became great. (laughs) (laughs) My takeaway from this movie as a youth was like, Oh, it's that fucking SNL pop star that there's a lot of like hijinks uh-huh. and he has highlights. Like that's just, those are the yeah. things that I remember. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: But subconsciously you hold these, these theories about what's worth saving. What do you have inside yourself? That left me wondering. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like I said, jaw on the floor. It's me. Gobsmacked. I, <laughs> You're the problem. I'm the problem. And they sure are. <laughs> okay. Cancelable offenses. Literally anything Jordan Cahill, Kahill sings or does. <laughs>
1: Just Jordan Kale. Sure. period. Just
0: awful. And the fact that T- T- Taron Killam isn't singing makes it even worse. He's not singing or playing the guitar.
1: Yeah, he's regular Rami Malek over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess give Taron Killam an Oscar then. <laughs> Fuck.
1: If that's what it takes.
0: If that's what it takes. So be it. He was in two minutes of Oppenheimer for absolutely no reason. I was like, <laughs> you get this fucking guy get out of this
1: fucking guy out of my movie. I don't need it. Another cancelable offense that I have is this quote. I took it out of quotes and put it in cancelable offenses. Oh, pretty much the only, I only have two cancelable offenses, but this one I wrote down immediately. Quote, and my dad won't even let me have Spanish rice because he thinks it's too spicy.
0: <laughs> I remember just being like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we not for that? Uh, And then
1: my last cancelable offense is Natasha at one point says that she doesn't do helmets. She does. She doesn't do helmets.
0: Right. I don't remember her saying that. Yeah,
1: she does. Yeah.
0: And so she's never wearing a helmet, I guess. Yeah. She doesn't. She's
1: reluctant to wear a helmet, but she does.
0: Okay. Cause she's riding precariously on the back spokes of, of Brittany's bike. I really dislike anytime people do like, like riding on the steering wheel. Or the handlebars, rather, on bikes in movies, because I'm just like, that is not fun. It is not cute. It happens in the notebook. Um, yeah, that's not. There's no. like, they're supposed to be like.
1: It's impossible to steer a bike when someone's on the handlebars.
0: And it's like, it's supposed to be like a cute, like flirty thing. But it's like, I'm, I'm feeling literally my taint.
1: On a steel rod. On a,
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> like that, and then you're going
1: to get flung and eat shit. That's what's yeah. going to happen.
0: Let's quickly talk through what are we eating. Is there anything in that cup? There's quite a bit of eating in this movie.
1: Not raisins. Not I raisins. Wrote that, that's all caps. for
0: sure. No one is eating raisins. No raisins. Yeah, jo- Jordan Cahill hates raisins. And so at one point they were sitting down for a family dinner. You see them all sitting around, and it's kind of like a funny like edit moment where I think it's Eddie or somebody who's telling someone like, and "No raisins or whatever." Yeah. And like smash cut to family dinner. And the last thing that the mom puts on <laughs> yes. the table is just like a large carton of just raisins. Just raisins, dark raisins. I was like, I get that it's a, supposed to be a comedic moment, but what the hell?
1: It's like a full court.
0: and what is the purpose?
1: Okay, mind you, on the dinner table at that moment was mm-hmm. spaghetti, right? Separated by the noodles and the sauce, mm-hmm. which I was going to ask you about. Okay. And then broccoli. And then this quart of raisins. <laughs> this is some white people's shit, I think.
0: To me, the the carton of raisins is like on the level of like the Italian, the bottle of Italian dressing on the table. Yes. Like that's yeah. what kind of like, I think also that is kind of like a late 90s, early 2000s, like health mentality. It's like, oh, raisins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just shrug. Raisins.
0: <laughs> it's like, cause we've talked about this before. Like you grew up eating more Filipino food, but like your, your mom, I think adopted some like white yeah. people food and like, in terms of like vegetables would just like boil, like cauliflower. Yes. And, like that's, but like in that, cause that's what was happening in like white households. It was just she like, she would
1: steam broccoli. Yeah. Plain, no salt, no pepper, put it on, a on a plate or a bowl. <laughs> And then we would sit wishbone Italian dressing on the table. Mm. And that was for a long, long time. That was the only salad dressing I'd ever had.
0: That is fucking wild. I thought
1: salad dressing equaled Italian dressing.
0: Which is funny because earlier we were talking when we were talking about the hot sauce moment. (laughs) Full full circle. yeah. But I mean, no, like for me, Italian dressing, French dressing, honey mustard.
1: I'd never even heard of balsamic vinaigrette until I basically was in college.
0: My mom was a bit of like, has always been like pretty crunchy and so it was kind of like a bit ahead of the like healthy things. Uh Like I feel like did she I, use
1: like avocado oil and stuff?
0: I don't remember avocado oil, but I do specifically remember her starting to buy natural peanut butter, mm. and it was like way before mm-hmm. natural peanut butter it was, was like, like
1: separated like, in the. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Yes. And I was like, "This sucks." <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fuck is this? It's
0: like, where's the twenty three grams of sugar? <laughs> I guess at, up to that point, we had been using Jif, but that's uh-huh. I just got I got used to. I guess, quote, healthier tasting thing. Sure. But yeah. my mom was a good cook, so like vegetables would be like roasted or like done in a way that was See, like.
1: that's nice. That's really nice. Good.
0: But I know that like, you know, just to take it back to the movie, like just if you're like, I guess I'll make spaghetti, but I need a vegetable. I'll just boil a pot of broccoli, even though these two things don't make sense together.
1: Yep. In the movie, mm-hmm. they have, they're serving spaghetti. They have like a, you know, dinner roll or whatever. Uh, sorry, baguette. Not a dinner roll. <laughs> they had a King's Hawaiian roll with spaghetti. <laughs> Even more chaotic. <laughs> like, whoa. Texas Roadhouse hot roll butter. <laughs> Texas toast. No, no, okay. So <laughs> they ha- they, <coughs> they were having spaghetti, but they had the spaghetti separated by noodle and sauce. Mm-hmm. When you grew up, did you have spaghetti that way? Was it served to you that way? Or did you, you know, did your mom put spaghetti on the table but the sauce and the noodles were incorporated together?
0: Always separate.
1: Always separate. Oh, my hunch is that this was like a late 90s, early 2000s thing. Because mm. nowadays, I feel like you wouldn't you'd be hard-pressed to find a dinner table with spaghetti separated out like that.
0: Yeah, and you know, I do wonder about that because my grandpa was Italian and a lot of the cooking traditions when it comes to pasta came from yeah. him obviously and like yeah. meatballs, etc. I actually don't know what would technically be the proper way to serve.
1: I think you put the way. noodles in the <clears throat> sauce to give it an opportunity to, to like, cling on to the sauce.
0: Yeah, I think so. Otherwise, if
1: you do it at the dinner table, it's already past its opportunity for like to be a sponge and to get all that flavor. Right, right, right,
0: I mean, that's probably (laughs) right, but I truly don't know. (laughs) All right, so let's take it on to favorite moment. I put in here potentially the most uninspiring chase scene of all time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brittany and Natasha on a bike being chased by the director guy and Eddie in a minivan going two and a half <laughs> miles an hour.
0: But before that, when it's just Brittany, she, she- takes the bike, <laughs> goes away. They're in the minivan and you don't see the minivan again. No, like you're thinking that there's going to be like, she just no. casually rides down the sidewalk. goes There's into a the shot house. of
1: her on the sidewalk passes. What seems like three houses at a very leisurely pace.
0: She it, is not rushing. She is
1: not rushing at all.
0: Are you rushing or are you dragging? <laughs> She's dragging. She's a dragon. Dragon ballsy. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we already talked about the friendship montages. Yeah, and I put Eddie's, that in here. Eddie's music video at the end. That was all I had.
0: I thought that... Okay, hot take. Oh. We don't have a section technically for hot takes, but I thought that Eddie was cuter than Jordan. I would agree. He had a very, like...
1: First of all, his hair is very natural and it looked good on him.
0: Yeah, and he has he's like goofy but in a fun way. Yeah. And like his body language, the thing about that was like
1: <laughs> sexy?
0: No, not sexy, <laughs> just like fun. Like he seems like a cool hang. Okay. And, and I did appreciate too that like I would have loved to see actually more of Jordan and Eddie kind of like bonding. Or like yeah. get more about their because yeah. you do
1: because they're supposed to be best friends and he's been with him since he got famous or whatever. Right.
0: This is like a, a Johnny Manziel situation <laughs> where he, like his friend is like his manager until he's not.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, it just got too big for his friend.
0: Hey, and that, you know, that happens. I, he shouldn't have been doing it anyways. But anyhow, let's talk about where they are now. Let's do it. So we've talked a lot about Taron Killam. It's absolutely mind blowing that he's in this movie. <laughs> Baffling. His performance is just...
1: Absolutely baffling. Again,
0: baffling. He's in a different movie. But regardless, obviously probably best known for his time on SNL. Did you like Taryn Killam on SNL?
1: Let me start by saying that I have a love-hate with SNL. Yeah. I think some of it is really good, but most of it is not my thing. There are some things that Taryn did mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what my favorite things of his were. Mm-hmm. But I do remember some of his stuff was, okay, it was funny. But yeah, as a whole, I'm not a huge, huge SNL. I think if you're there live, it's it would be a completely different experience. I would love sketch comedy, I think. Yeah. But on TV, I just, it's not my thing.
0: It's the cue cards for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you're very... Cl- like. These it's, guys are just reading. You're just and, sort of plopped into something and you're just, I don't know. I always felt like he was just like trying really hard on yeah, SNL. Yeah. And I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy. He's married to Colby Smolders, So there's that.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. They have two kids together. Look at you. And I know. Listen, I do my research. <laughs> um, but he, he was actually, he voiced one of the characters in the latest Spider-Verse movie. He was Web Slinger. I don't know. There was like 30 oh. Thousand different, yeah, that's characters. True. So it yeah. could have been anyone. Yeah, he's working. He's doing stuff. Um, married to Colby Smolders. I don't know. It's great. Fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's doing all right.
0: No. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone on this list is doing great. Um. So Danielle Panabaker, that who plays Brittany, she kind of lives in the TV space mostly, and she's been on the TV show The Flash for almost ten years. Oh. Wow.
1: Um.
0: I actually, and I watched that show. Um. When it was on, like when it was first on the first season of The Flash, I watched. Oh, I don't know why. (laughs) I mean, I've always been like superhero stuff stuff, and it was good. I mean, it was good. I like the guy who played the flash was really cute. He was also on Glee and I think that was part of it. Yeah. She is also married with two kids. I also have to say she has 4 million followers on Instagram, which feels like a lot. How? I don't know. I'm wondering if it's (laughs) like, do is that just like, do I chalk that up to just it her being on a superhero show for that long of a period. I mean, maybe it's bots. I don't know. Maybe um, it's bots, yeah. but her Instagram bio says actress, director, Caitlin snow and killer frost and CW with the flash wife, mom. So Brenda Song, lastly, uh, who plays Natasha or Tosh as Brittany refers to her, uh-huh. um, is kind of a Disney icon. Truly, she has been on a lot of Disney shows, a lot of Disney movies, she's various really Disney good vehicles. This. She's great. We yes. I can, we actually haven't talked about her.
1: Okay, <clears throat> we need to talk about her now. She is the best actor in this movie.
0: She truly is so good. Yeah, like,
1: and you can tell she knows what the fuck she's doing. You know, like, yeah. She has a line. She, like, ramps it up. and She ebbs and flows. Like, it's really good. The
0: scene, too, where, like, her and Britney are arguing. Danielle Panabaker, not quite selling me. Brenda Song.
1: Brenda Song. Sold. Yeah. She's She's excellent.
0: She's, yeah, yeah. She's, like, really. Because, you know, like, with kid actors. And, I mean, like, I'm sure I was this way when I was acting as a kid. There's emotion and then there's emoting. Yes. And Danielle Panabaker, emoting. Emoting. Write a song, showing emotion. Yeah. Did I just become an acting coach? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I actually don't know if you, you know this. I don't think they're married. They might be engaged. She is partnered with Macaulay Culkin.
1: Oh. Yeah. I did not know They've that. They've been together
0: since 2017. And they also have two kids. Wow. Okay, Yeah.
1: all well, these people are movers and shakers. <clears throat> I
0: know, I was like, yeah, this is great. So I'm very excited because I think the only other time that we've done a recasting couch was on...
1: Oh, I don't remember if you, we've only done it one other time. It was, what, whatever, whatever it was,
0: was to- oh, it was for Genius. It was Tom Holland and Zendaya. Ah, yes. Yeah, so that's, okay. That was good. That was actually not my idea. That was I a have criticism.
1: a couple, yeah, I have <clears throat> I have some that I am confident about. Okay, you go. Okay, so... To recast Jordan, mm-hmm. I have enlisted a actor by the name of Sean Kaufman, who we find on Summer I Turned Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's why I like this guy. He's
0: Does he, he play Conrad?
1: No. Oh. He's Japanese or oh, half Japanese. This is very
0: interesting that you picked this guy, because this will be interesting about my pick. So okay, very go. good. Okay,
1: okay so <clears throat> I like him because he is a decent actor on The Summer I Turned He's Pretty. He's probably
0: the better of the actors. Yeah,
1: and and I like the fact that he gives kind of an Asian K-pop vibe that we could use in a movie today. You know, I don't know if he can sing, but that doesn't matter, We can get Drew Seely to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's available. <laughs> Sean Kaufman, The Summer I Turned Pretty. So, Britney, I'm thinking Eileen Fisher from Eighth Grade. The Bo Burnham movie.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: So the reason I liked her is because
0: She's also on the Summer I Turn Pretty. She's also
1: on the Summer I Turn Pretty, so they have a rapport. <laughs> and I think she would be great. Okay, here's the kicker. Natasha, we know that this is an important character. We need someone who can bring the heat. And guess what? Hmm. This actress is 21. So she's right in that zone. Eileen Fisher's 20. Sean Kaufman's around 20-ish.
0: Okay.
1: I'm talking about. Olivia Rodrigo.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah,
1: she works.
0: I'm intrigued by that choice to have her because Britney sings in the movie.
1: In the movie, we've already established that she's not good.
0: But she's supposed <laughs> to be, right? The, no, I don't know. No, she's a
1: songwriter. She's oh, she,
0: oh she, she does kind of say she's more of a songwriter. Yeah. I, like, I love these picks. Big I up. actually think that conceptually where you went, I went somewhere very similar. Oh, very good which for Jordan Cahill, so I don't really know the band BTS. Okay. But I just said one of the BTS band members. <laughs> because I do think, like, I think they're, they're in this space of pop stardom where one of them is going to start acting like yeah, Harry yeah. Styles, One Direction.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so they're all um, currently serving in the military. I think they have another year.
0: Okay. Because they have so, a two
1: years of mandatory military service. Oh, So they decided okay. to, all do it at the same time. Of course. That's yeah. actually cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, no, but to your point, I think some of these guys are going to start I liked, soloing.
0: Well, I liked the idea of making it a K-pop thing because yeah. that's... It's like the next iteration of, yeah. you know, like this mega pop stardom, yeah. like K-pop is so big And it's big very right now.
1: meta because for the movie, he, you know, Jordan Cahill is trying to find his voice and like right. maybe for this new one, he's a part of a larger band, but he's trying to go out solo. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. I like that angle. Okay. I like it.
0: Yeah, great. Um, and then for Brittany, I put on an actress named Olivia Holt. Okay. She is on the show Cruel Summer. We have not watched it, but I've seen previews. Okay. She gives like kind of like a pretty girl vibe that I think could work nicely within this construct. Uh For Natasha, I wrote down Anna Cathart. She is the little sister in the movies to all the boys I loved before.
1: Oh and she has her
0: own spin-off show called Exo Kitty, where she goes she goes, she travels abroad and she like finds love. I like it. And she has the right energy. Great. I think. I love it um so yeah i feel like great we were kind of similar ideas but yeah, d- different directions. you do have to
1: keep in mind <laughs> listeners we don't know any 14 year olds w- no <laughs> this is not so, yeah, this th- is not a segment i'm
0: <laughs> i think olivia holt is 26 so no you, no, we'll, no that works yeah that's fine whatever
1: everyone's 26 i think
0: that like 26 year olds i mean they play in high school musical the eu- series euphoria yeah, yeah yeah it's fine quotes quotes
1: all right <clears throat> ever heard of a little thing called teen angst pick out the raisins and fire whoever put them there
0: which like is is accurate yeah. honestly
1: jordan talking about his phone my whole life is on that thing oh they sweeten my voice in post
0: wait who says that
1: eddie when he's trying to pretend like he's jordan talking to britney
0: oh yeah 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 see yeah, i love him <laughs>
1: Half my career has been about my hair. Now it can be about me and my music.
0: Um, Can I just, can I do a quote that you might have written down, but it's a nice follow up to that. Of course. Len says, don't you get it? The hair was the money. (laughs) Jordan Cahill. Then dress it up and make it sing your lousy songs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. That's good. Really good. (sighs)
1: Your mom thinks you don't have any friends because you're shy. I know it's because you're a liar. Damn. <laughs> Suburbs are a state of mind.
0: Oh yeah, you can't blame the location. You can only blame yourself. <laughs> Suburbs are just a state of mind. Like shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> no, dude.
1: <laughs> and then the most important quote I'm gonna save for key takeaway.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. It's not everyone over 14 just uses the factory setting, is it?
1: <laughs> you have to say it like a smug motherfucker.
0: Everyone over 14 just uses the factory setting. <laughs> like I
1: And he makes some like hand motion like he's ugh. clever, fucking creepy. I'm
0: queasy thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Gross. Okay. Honestly, earlier you nailed the key takeaway. <laughs> And I'll, you, you did ask me a question that I guess I don't, I didn't have an answer to. But we do lose a lot of talent to the suburbs. Yeah, myself included. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> At least I made it out of Ohio.
1: Yeah, yeah I made it out of uh, an army base. Yeah, so.
0: we both are. Th- Thriving. We did it. There has to be a lot of people that get lost to the burbs and for those people I, I mean like I should not be giving this man a shout out but my high school boyfriend was truly extremely talented and very funny mm-hmm. and I really feel like he could have had like potentially a career. He was he had that kind of way but mm-hmm. was just was in his own way. He would never be able to get out of mm. a lot of talented people I went to high school with. I think
1: yeah, I would say so.
0: Yeah. And that would really be really should be my key takeaway. Um, but instead, it's when I said to you when we watched the movie about one of Britney's friends, I don't like her. She has yellow teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down in <laughs> cancelable offenses, but I took it out because I was like, no, nah, we're not going to get to yellow teeth, girl. And here we are.
0: Well, <laughs> you bet your ass we did.
1: <laughs> it w- they were yellow. Right? Yes.
0: I yeah. was like, that is egregious. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. So that's my key takeaway. (laughs) Uh,
1: A major key takeaway, invasion of privacy is a real concern Mm -hmm. and people should take it seriously. Pop stars are real people too. Mm. And the number one takeaway, be an island of hope in a sea of sameness. That is the quote about getting out of the suburbs. And I couldn't help but think of Arcade Fire's (laughs) The Suburbs album. Oh, yeah. After watching this and thinking about people stuck in the suburbs and the theme of being stuck in the sprawl. So that was my key takeaway was, hey, that's a real thing.
0: You know, Mike, you continue to amaze me (coughs) every day. And especially when we record these podcasts, you come away with something just so, (laughs) so beyond my scope, truly. So beyond
1: what the movie (laughs) deserves. (laughs)
0: But I mean, I I feel like you have to give credit to the people who are working on these movies because... They probably don't want to be making a fucking Disney Channel movie. So yeah. they pepper in some kind of like.
1: They make it the interesting for themselves. They can. And they should. Right. So And, we should celebrate and you're that. out yeah.
0: here advocating for those people. I,
1: I, hey, I see you. I I'm, see you.
0: Yes. Sag. Strike. <laughs> <laughs> or something.
1: That's what the money is for. That's what the money is for. That's all I got.
0: Okay. Lovely. Sweat is literally dripping into my butt crack, so (laughs) let's wrap it up. (laughs) It's so fucking hot in here.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, High was 107 today. Jesus. We're almost out of it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And we'll watch more of these movies.
0: This is a good time for us to like log episodes. Yes. Which we will do. We will do. And you will be pleased. (laughs) (laughs) My kid rating, six out of ten. My adult rating, I got three. Okay. I mean, now that we're talking about it, I was like, maybe that was good. When I'm like, no, no. No, no. Do not gaslight yourself. Yeah. This movie sucked.
1: <laughs> Thinking about it offers some, some things. But... Mm.
0: Some, some perspective. Some
1: perspective. But watching the movie sucked.
0: Horrible experience. It was a bad movie. It was quite bad.
1: My kid rating. You know, these are about some tween girls and a boy band character. Right. So like, maybe not my speed whenever I was that age four out of 10. My adult rating, one out of 10. <laughs> okay. This is a bad movie.
0: Here's the thing. It, a, especially when you get like a bit of a lemon, you know, out mm-hmm. of these Disney channels, when you compare it to some of the upper echelons, yeah. like your Xenons, Look, your smart houses.
1: I was fully expecting <clears throat> some dumpers. And we, so far, have seen a lot that were really interesting. Yeah. I was like, happy to watch it's kind of fun. You know, it's for kids. So it's, you know, very quirky or whatever. But it was an enjoyable watch. This, however, was not one of them.
0: No, it, it's not. And I not, knew
1: that not all of them were.
0: It's really quite annoying. I get what they're trying to go for, but. It sucked. Top to bottom didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, Probably could have given it a lower rating, but I thought, you know, I don't know. Nostalgia played <laughs> into it, I guess. <laughs> well, anything else before we wrap up? Do you want to plug your socials?
1: You can find me at Mike Mitra on X, formerly known as Twitter and Instagram and threads.
0: Great. Yeah. I'm E underscore majestic on Instagram. And that's really all I pay attention to. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Mike, thank you for your insightful takes as always. Wallace, fuck you for barking and (laughs) whacking around. Um, But we love you still, my sweet boy.
1: So I have a chat GPT. To close this out, uh-huh. write a key takeaway of Disney Channel original movie Stuck in the Suburbs from the perspective of character Jordan Cahill. Here's what chat GPT has to say. Stuck in the Suburbs taught me a valuable lesson about the importance of authenticity and staying true to oneself no matter the circumstances. As a celebrity, it is easy to, <laughs> it is easy to get caught up in the glitz and glamour. But the movie reminded me that genuine connections and meaningful experiences are what truly matter. It's easy to envy someone else's life, but the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Brittany's adventure in the world (laughs) made me realize that chasing dreams and stepping out of your comfort zone can lead to unexpected outcomes. It's a reminder that both fame and ordinary life have their challenges, and finding a balance between the two is key to a fulfilling existence. This movie encourages all of us to embrace who we are, be courageous, and to find our own paths Happies.
0: Alright, bye everyone, love Thank you. you.
1: <laughs> Decon Decoded is produced by Liz Matajasik and Mike Mitro. Follow us on Instagram at decom underscore decoded.